Cajun Nation, I do my best Jay Walker impression. Cajuns win! Cajuns win! Cajuns win! Unreal, man. Louisiana defeats the number 23 team in the country, the Iowa State Cyclones, 31 to 14. And we're here to talk everything about it. Welcome to Rage and Review. Matt Miguez here, Josh Jagno, and Jerry Abair here with me as well. And for the first time in podcast history, we have a live caller. Oh, who could it be? Mr. Jay Walker, welcome into the show. What's up? Jay, how are you feeling? Give us the bird's eye view. I um, I I I actually feel pretty good right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as, was, as we all do. Yeah, you you don't say. You know, you know what makes me feel better than anything is that this team was so much better than Iowa State in the second half. You know, you, you outscore them twenty-one to nothing in the second half. And they can't get anything going on offense. And, you know, and, and, and then in the fourth quarter, you get the ball back in seven minutes to go. And you look at them and you say, okay, guys, look, we're going to run the football. We just wanted to let you know we're going to run the football. And then they ran the football and I wish they couldn't stop them. I mean, they were just so much the better team in the second half. That impresses me more than the final score. Well, Jay, you know one one thing I want to ask you is, as a whole, yes, in, in the in the fourth quarter and then most of the second half, the offense seemed to find their rhythm and start playing a little bit better. But as a whole, was the offensive performance concerning to you? Well, you know, one of the things that everybody needed to understand going in is when you've got almost no experience at wide receiver except the two guys that there's going to be growing pains. And there were a couple of routes that could have been run better. Levi Gates could have made a couple of throws better. But look, let me, but let me tell you something. They had no spring. All right? They had, they, they had the craziest first season ever. And you still went out and, and in the second half dominated the top 25 team. And make no mistake about it, Iowa State's good. Um, you know, Purdy didn't have a good game, but he's going to have plenty of them. And they're going to win a lot of football games. I, um, you know, am I concerned? <laughs> you know, you, you want it to click a little bit better. But for the first game of the season, when you've got that many puppies out there, no. I mean, I, I, I wasn't all that bothered, to be honest with you. You're talking, you know, you take away two special teams touchdowns, you added the two field goals that they should have had, you know, and, and, and you're still – you're still scoring 20 points against Iowa State in your, in your open game. So I think you're all right. Jay, you mentioned Purdy. And, uh, no, he was off earlier, but I thought in the second half, the outside corners just clamped down on, you know, they have Hutchinson on the outside, and they have some inexperience in that wide receiver core. But I, I can't remember a duo playing a better game in the second half, just flat out, man for man, shutting down wide receivers. Podesclo yeah. and uh, Ashton Washington were absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that was unbelievable. But And uh, Percy freaking Butler. Yeah, Percy was pretty good today. My God. I mean, you did oh. drop a pick that almost came off the couch for him. But outside of that, he was he was a star. Yeah, he, he played really well. And in, in, in Washington, I thought, was really, really good today. But you know what? Those guys up front were pretty good, too. 
And um, I, you know, it was just a, 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 I thought a, a, a tremendous effort by the entire defense. And you know what a what a great way for Patrick Tony to start his career as a coordinator to have his team go out and play the way they did today. I was thrilled with the plan on defense. I thought, man, first of all, defensive line, uh, I thought maybe the defensive line had an opportunity with that offensive line uh, of Iowa State replacing 144 starts. Uh, and then they had the injury of the center. The, the uh, I think he was a senior. He was a returning starter for sure. When he went down, you saw things kind of get a little bit more muddy for them. But uh, but anyway, I don't want to get too specific, Jay. I'm just I'm so happy right now that I can't really use my brain. Uh, how does this rank for Jay Walker in uh, the pantheon of wins? Well, before the before the game, the Iowa State band was playing "Bad Guy" by Billy Eilish. And you know how at one of the verses she just goes, duh, that's my answer to you. <laughs> and where does this break? Duh. <laughs> I mean, come on. We just beat a top 25 team on the road, which has never happened in the history of this program. So, so this is better than the A&M game? Oh, gosh. This is so much better than the A&M game because it happened on the road. And it was, um, you know, that my biggest thrill doing Cajun football was the Brett Bear kick to win the New Orleans Bowl. That was my biggest thrill as far as football. Um, th- this one beats that. This is the, the best thrill I've had doing a football game. So, Jay, um, you, you, you were able to call a game pretty much in an empty stadium outside of a few parents and supporters here and there. But uh, even though the atmosphere might have been a little different than your usual uh, spiel in the stadium, I'm sure the plane ride back to Lafayette is going to be a party. You're going to have a 30, uh, what is it, 35,000 feet of just nonstop making noise, cutting up, having a good time. Are you excited? Yeah, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be a great plane ride home, you know, anytime, look, I've been doing this a long time. And, uh, I remember when I was, when I was doing the TV broadcast, before I even started doing radio broadcast, I did a game, a basketball game up in Jonesboro in the Cajuns of Arkansas state. And I remember Don Allen saying to me, he said, you're going to learn that there's nothing greater than winning on the road. And he was absolutely right. So every time you get a plane ride home after a win, that's a special time. Um, the fact that it happened against Iowa State was going to make it a little more special, yeah. But um, look, plane rides after wins, I, I, I've never had a bad one. You know, Jay, uh, one, one thing that we just, we just talked about, uh, what, what do you think the possibility is that when the AP poll comes out, Rage and Cajun turn the top 25 for the first time in school history? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I'll be I'll be very surprised if they're not. Um, but you know, starting starting tomorrow, the question then becomes: Can this team handle success? Um, because now you open up conference play next week against a team that has yet to play a game, and so they're going to be all fired up and ready to go. So you know, you get your twenty four hour rule in effect. And then you and then you ask the question: Can this team handle success? Because being ranked for one week is no fun. You're right. And then an, another thing that that I want to ask you, Jay, is what's the injury status on Elijah Mitchell? Have you heard anything? I, I'm sorry. Say it again. Injury status on Elijah Mitchell. Um, you no, know, he looked fine as he as he left the game. I mean, he walked off under his own power. I, 
I imagine he's fine. And, and no, to answer your question, we haven't heard anything. But um, but he, he looks like he was going to be okay when he walked up. Jay, how were you treated up in, in Ames? Iowa State folks pretty good? Well, you know, it's, road trips are different, okay? They're very different. We, uh, we stayed in Des Moines, and we were not allowed to leave the hotel after we got to the hotel because we're in the team bubble. So we had to we had to eat in the hotel restaurant last night. Um, the only thing we've seen of Ames is this stadium, and as soon as we get back on the uh, back on the buses, we'll be back to Des Moines, getting on the plane and coming home. So road trips are very very different this year. Once you get where you're going, that's where you're going. How many times did you get kicked out of the hotel bar, and did Brian Hanks uh, make it out alive? Um. Well, also, you know, something else that's different this year because of social distancing. Cheerleaders didn't make the trip. Raging Jazz didn't make the trip. No donors made the trip. It was, it was the equipment people, the managers, the trainers, the coaching staff, the football team, uh, a couple of administrators, and the broadcast crew. That's it. That's it. No, 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 quote deaths unquote on the plane. So, Jay, on the way here, I had the chance to listen to uh, the last few minutes of your postgame uh, with Big G and Cody, and you had talked a little bit about how the team, they went into the season trying to remember Coach Looney. I have to ask you, Jay, from a personal standpoint, you think Coach Looney is partying in heaven right now as we speak? <laughs> you know, I I mentioned that to G, and G got choked up for a minute, and, and as a result, I did too. Um, yeah, I, I, can, I can just imagine I can just imagine that a man always smiled, and he's, he's got the biggest smile in heaven today. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, 100%. This win was definitely for Coach DJ Looney. And, Jay, you know, one more thing. I don't want to make anybody feel old, but we talk about this is the first win <laughs> against the top 25 team in program history. However, this is the first win against the top 25 team, period, in Matt Miguez's lifetime. <laughs> well, anytime you can say we've done something for the first time in program history, it's a great day. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you can say the first time that it's happened, uh, and I hope we have a lot more first times with where this season goes with. God, I hope so too. Jay, we appreciate you as always. Y'all be safe on the ride home. Thanks so much. Appreciate Thanks, my friend. You. I appreciate you very much. Safe travels, Jay. All right. There he goes, the voice of the Raging Cajuns, Jay Walker. Guys, we freaking did it. <sighs> You know, I just, look, I, I'll never forget, um, I was seven years old, sitting on my dad's lap, watching Damon Mason take a pick six to the house in 1996 against Texas A&M, which, by the way, on Monday is the 24th anniversary. How, I mean, could you ask for better timing than that? Two days later, celebrating, and then 24 years later, here we are, having a reactionary podcast to beating a perennial Big 12 favorite, really. Randall picked him to win the Big 12. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he had him finishing the season as number six and getting into the college football playoff. Folks. And this wasn't no last-second touchdown win. No. Three scores, man. Three scores. Let's just get into it, man. Let's just, let's, yeah, let's just get let's into get it. Let's get out, dude. Emotions let's get are wrong. What, what, do we, what, do we, what do we want to talk about? The good, the bad, the ugly? Well, let's, let's do the good, it. bad, and the ugly from each of us, but let's just, let's just react. Let's I, look, just talk about it, yeah. I, look, I, what? what, what you know, it's kind of hard to do a reaction podcast right now because I don't know how I'm feeling. Be, well, not I don't have words. Yes, dude. Like you know, I I watch the game. I work. I'm a supervisor at the Bruce Art Sports Complex. I work eight a.m. to nine p.m. every single Saturday. I am recording this podcast on my lunch break. 
But, you know, my, my I don't want to say employees, but essentially the kids that work for me were laughing at me because I was sitting there getting emotional watching <laughs> the end of this game. Like, dude, I got this is the first win against the top 25 team in my lifetime. Yeah. Like, let that sink in. And, and, and beyond that, and it's a huge accomplishment uh, and for you to experience this, but look at it from um, from this point of view. The, the mindset and the perception of our program 10 years ago, right? You play a team like Iowa State, the same Iowa State, that, uh, Iowa State team that we beat today. The perception 10, 15, 20 years ago was, yeah, the look, game. we'll take a check. We're going to take a big check. We're going to show up. And if we can keep it within two touchdowns, well, we'll be okay. Well, actually, Not anymore. I, 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 dis- I disagree with you on that because – if you would have told me five years ago that we were playing Iowa State, no matter how bad we were. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking 20 years ago, like when I was growing up watching us win one game a year. That I, was the perception. Like, I, but but Iowa State wasn't doing much better even 20 years ago. They which were is, the dregs of the Big 12. Well, just anyone. I'm not. I'm, I'm using Iowa State ex, as an example. Sure, sure. Tw- right. 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 Oh, man, I just hope we keep it. If we keep it, they win three touchdowns, moral victory, yeah. blah, 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 hey, blah. Hey, you know, I'll tell, no. you, I'll tell you this. Not anymore. Not anymore. I'll tell you this. I said in my article that – we would win 45-38. I said <laughs> you I said I said to I said to multiple people that I thought we had a serious chance to win. Last night I had a conversation with my brother. My brother said nobody around, nobody wanting your opinion. What happens tomorrow? I said honest to god we lose by 10. And, and I said and I'd be I'd be okay with that. I was uh that's I said I said this, I said what I want out of this because I knew the kind of offense that Iowa State had, and I knew the kind of defense that they were projected to have. I said, I want to go out there, compete, stay healthy, and come home. I was texting with Russ Eisenstein. And if we win, absolutely flipping fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we were talking before the game, and uh, good, good old Russ Eisenstein. I, you know, he said good luck for the game and everything. We're going back and forth, and I said, you know, Russ, 11.5 is a ridiculous number. And he said, "Well, no, I, I think it's no. That, that's a ridiculous number." And I said, "Well, well, he told me why. You know, he explained his position on why he thought it was probably right. And he talked about the unknowns and the variables at the wide receiver on both sides and offensive linemen and whatnot." And I said, "Man, you're probably right. Like we don't even know the variables. There's so many of them, we don't even know." And uh, I still felt like I still felt eleven and a half was just not close. And if you for our betting friends out there. Right. If you looked at the money line, it was seventy four percent of the public money. Yeah. Were on the Cajuns. Right. So there's a lot of people out well, there. Well, because here's, here's the thing: with a game like this and an eleven and a half line, you take the Cajuns and you're right. Right. You're cashing in. That's right. Well, money line is straight up bet. So you're picking a side. Right. You're, not, you're giving up the points and you're taking the better odds. And again, I liked. It. You can learn a lot by. Did what, you Did you bet? I did not. Smart move. I wouldn't have uh, yeah, bet it. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't have bet it on this game either. I, well, look. And, I, and here, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I would never bet on a team that I root for because you have a, because a, because like what's, what's gonna yeah. what's gonna happen is that's gonna take the fandom. Well, no, out you of have it. an emotional tie, so you, you you're you can't really bet with your head. I right. Guess, I would I would never bet on a team. Right. I would never bet on a team that I'm a fan. Of. Oh, you're, you're biased. Strictly numbers and strictly from. Analyzing what we knew, and your bias can cost you money. Right. And it costs you money. So, I mean, so if you lose, and, yeah, if you lose and you put the money <laughs> down, money. it's a really bad. Let's day. discuss this now. What you got? 
let, let's agree that today was probably the hardest game on our schedule for the season. Can can we agree on that? Well, I think maybe I think you can make the case for that, but I don't know. I don't know if the season plays out that way. Uh, conference is always a different animal, and App State and Agreed. The familiarity. Agreed. However, I think App is a lot weaker than they were last year. We'll talk I about. Would, it. I would we not. Can, I, I would a, not go off of this Charlotte game. That's a no. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You just. Think, I'm not strictly on paper. I yeah. think they're a weaker team than they were last year. Well, they have. They also have a lot of variables and unknowns, and they've lost some guys on a wide receiver. Coach? Right. Cool. There's there, there's a lot of question marks in Boone. Yeah, there's well, not a whole lot of question marks here in Lafayette. I guess that's a, conver- a conversation for another but, day. But I yeah, will say I, I, this. I don't I don't want to get into it. My, my my point in asking that is, and and maybe I'm getting too far ahead. What's the likelihood that we maybe run the table now? Um, I, I again, I'm a baseball player. I don't look ahead. I think about one and zero every week. I don't want to talk about that for. I, no, I'm not saying I don't want to talk about it, but I'm saying like I don't even want to entertain that in my mind. Like all I care about is I'm definitely afraid of Georgia State. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely. I, I'll afraid give you an example. State. I'll give you an example. So just going back to 1996, after the Cajuns beat A&M, the very next week they go to Southern Miss, a Southern Miss team that's not quite as good as A&M, but still competitive. You sure. know, the 90s Southern Miss teams were good. They went to Hattiesburg and lost by like 25. Got that ass whipped because and, and, they were on the high. And probably did a lot of partying the week before. I mean, let's be honest. The nineties were a different time, and the keg was still open. So they brought the goalposts. Remember they brought the go- then they bring the goalposts to the keg, like keg. they drank it out and broke it. Did y'all see the highlight? Did y'all see the highlight? Yeah, keg. they carry the goalposts off out of keg. The nasty is all I'm saying. T-shirt Wednesdays at the keg. <laughs> Hashtag keg juice. What, what a time to be alive, you know, man! To answer your question, can we run the table? Do we have the team to of do course. it? Yes, one hundred percent. I still, and this is what I love about Billy. He doesn't. He now he has not one time ever let any of his teams look ahead hey, beyond the one next and, game. One and zero every week. And Georgia State, look, this a Georgia State team beat Tennessee last year. You don't want to overlook them. I can wouldn't. I? Can I say another thing? I am ready for episode one of the Culture Series. Oh, Culture Series, I love it because I know they're going to do it again this year. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Doug well, Domain, if you're, I, I know, oh, I know you've listened to before. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Doug, Dougie D, get on it, no, dude. He's, he's he, they're, they're doing it. I mean, I know for sure they're gonna do oh, it. It's gonna be awesome. That that uh, mm. Before we get into the game, I have to say this. Uh, I, I've been watching Raging Cajuns athletics for a long time. Today was a marquee day. It launched us into a new stratosphere, football wise, and it was done properly. I don't know if y'all saw Billy Napier's interview after the game. I didn't. You can't pick a better coach. You can't pick a better man. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely have to go back and watch it. Classic. I, I, record, I recorded the game. I plan on going home tonight and breaking he, down film. He got choked up. He talked about people. He talked about people that entire interview. The whole world was watching him at that moment, the whole collegiate football world especially. He talked about molding people, and he talked about DJ Looney. And the man oh, got man. choked up while I'm, he did I'm it. I'm a cry. And I was standing um, I'm a cry. in our TV room, and I was getting choked up myself. So I just want to say that. I want to say thank you to Billy. I want to say thank you to Brian Maggard. I want to say thank you to all these guys that have put in tireless hours to make today a reality and to represent us, all of us, fan podcasts, radio guys, uh, alumni, everybody. Just thank you so much. 
Thank you for doing what you did. It was awesome. It was an awesome moment. Look, I remember 20, 30 years ago as a kid, or 20 years ago, going to games, and there were talks of this program dropping down to FCS. Nobody was supporting it. The, they just didn't have the the whereabouts to get it going. And and lo- I remember going to games, watching this team lose. To hope a, those hope a, those suckers are biting their tongue look, now. Losing to Jacksonville State by two touchdowns in the rain to a crowd of like 3,000 people at Cajun Field. It just goes to show you how far this program oh, yeah. has come when you put effort into Absolutely. it. And just the other day, I sent you you guys a text message the Iowa State fans going into this game Whatever. were scared but it goes to show you that's respect for right. us right and then all of a sudden you go in today and you dominate you yeah. don't just win by a field I, goal you win by three scores I, I do I do plan on having a text message conversation with Jared Stansberry this afternoon. oh gosh we'll see yeah. how that goes I yeah. do plan on having a text message conversation with just Jared Stansberry look. They were they were good enough to answer the call from Absolutely. Ryan and and you know, they took the game when a lot of people wouldn't so that says a lot about their leadership yep. and their character. No so big, I, big I really respect like to Matt Campbell no and his staff, but I will say this: and they're going to be fine. We can get into it, and we got some uh, we've got some listener comments that we want to talk about. Yeah. We said we asked this right. in, so quickly, good, bad, and ugly. I'll start. Good special teams. Special teams saved our ass. Well, somebody in this room said, "Watch out for special teams." You, we have an up. We have you an did. upper hand. You did. I'll give you that. The bad. Well, no, I'm gonna say in between good and bad was the defense. I thought the defense as a whole played fairly well. There were moments where we could have played better, but I mean, I, I I guess that's any Saturday. But the bad, the offense. The offense was bad, dude. We got 118 yards rushing. The offense was bad. Outside of the one bomb to Peter LeBlanc. Which was a dime. And, and the, was perfect. Out, outside of the dime to Peter LeBlanc and the fourth quarter rushing attack, we were bad. We were. Point blank period. No sugar coat. We weren't good. The ugly? I don't think there is one. I don't know if I have ugly. Maybe. No, I'm not even going to say that. I don't think I have ugly. Iowa State I, uniforms? I thought they looked pretty good. I love their uniforms. Uh, I just I hate the opponent. It's like the enemy, you know. I, I like their uniforms. But anyway, uh, for me, the good second-half adjustments to defense. Absolutely. His so-called great Iowa State offense shut them down. Yep. We're the first uh, Patrick Tony's debut. First yeah, game right? as a defensive that, 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 I, I said that <laughs> earlier, <laughs> too. Indebatably one of the best performances by a Cajun defense ever. Brian, Brian Maggard and Billy Napier are looking damn good for saying, why so, don't we just promote him? Just give it to him. Save us some. Yeah, but look, the good second-half ca- uh, adjustments for Cajun defense. The bad, I would probably say early on the offensive line. I thought they had some trouble st- uh, trying to block the run. Or God, block that, the run. that muffed spike. You know, the... Oh. <laughs> that muffed... <laughs> that... Mm. The 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 yeah the struggle of the offensive line in the first half I thought was bad the ugly Nate, Nate Schneider I still love you buddy but I actually I'll take that back you you're, my, you're, my, you're 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 my ugly that, uh, I, I I love you I love you I love every player on this team Nate Schneider's my ugly I was gonna say the kicking game that's my ugly the kicking game Nate and, Schneider's and, my ugly and here's the thing the good news about a kicker look Stevie started off slow last year remember he only made like twenty percent of his field goals in the first four or five games. And at the end, he looked like an all-conference kicker. But I, I, I say this. So I, I call Nate Schneider my ugly directly because I want him to use it as motivation for the future. I think he will, too. And he's got, he's got the potential. I want him to use it as motivation. I just want to tell Nate, look, if a Billy Napier comes to you and offers you a chance to play on his team, he sees something in you. Use that as motivation. Don't let t- It's one game. you got ten games to go in the regular season plus maybe a championship and a bowl game. Use today as a way to motivate you moving forward. And you know what? Maybe come at the end of the season, we're going to talk about you being 
you know, kicker of the year for the co- for, for the conference. Yeah. It's be. possible. Could be. It's for one sure. game. Could be. For Still, sure. it's one game. One game. One game. So that's my good, bad, and ugly. Good, bad, and ugly. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. Ugly for me, first of all, I like Nate a whole lot. I, I think that he'll be a whole lot better. That This is not a good, bad, ugly thing. I like Nate a whole lot. I, I, Chris, Nobody's talking about Reese Burns. Reese Burns flipped the field three or four times. Yeah, <laughs> Reese Burns he played well. It. Friend of the pod. But I, think, still. I mean, I think he, I think he fits into my special teams. Oh, dude. Uh, but, well, yeah. your boy tried to tell you special teams. <laughs> your boy over here. All right. Either way. Uh, okay. So the ugly for me was the offensive plan. Yeah. I hated the plan in the goal line set. You don't run a sweep with Peter LeBlanc. This is not a knock on Pete. Pizza. Look, fantastic. I mean, look, he caught the bomb. But here's the thing. You have Trey Regis, NFL running back. You have Eli Mitchell, NFL and running he, back. He, you he, have two, maybe three potential NFL offensive linemen. He played the way Run he played. the fucking ball. What did rumored, I say? Rumored to be concussed. What did I say last week? Stick with the basics. Stick with the basics. Yeah, there, 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 was, rumors, there was rumors that he'd be out because of a concussion. As, as much as I love Billy. And... Still looked as, as good as he did. As much as I love Billy, we, we have a we have a little bit of a trend here when we play these bigger teams and these bigger games. We try to get cute, not smart people. Big I'm game already Billy. on record. We call it big game Billy. Listen, we got away with it because we made some plays in special teams. But I'm telling you, what we're doing on the sideline. Of course, I don't get paid to coach. There's something there that's just lost in translation, man. I, I don't get the sweeps and I don't get the fades and I don't get throwing a, a three yard, you know, stop. To Jalen, I don't get that. Run the ball. You got Regis. Look what he did at the, at the last seven minutes of the game. My bad would be, well, I was, the kicking game would be my bad. I mean, let's be honest. Look, you got to make field goals and win yep, games. Absolutely. And my good would be the defensive line and the man-on-man lockdown coverage <laughs> of the cornerbacks. Ashley secondary and Cam Big time ball players. Oh my God, that was unbelievable. That pick by Ashton Washington, huge. That's one of the most huge. incredible no. picks I've ever seen. Ridiculous. Huge. We did it. I told y'all we were gonna do it. Uh, who knows what happens next week? But tonight, John Bell Edwards opened the bars. Y'all can find me They're out there. They're only open to Cajun Nation tonight. Pop a cold one and celebrate. Big Thank win. you. Thank you to our sponsors: Priority Access, Urgent Care. Russo Exploration, Shilling Distributing, Award Master, PSC Supply and Hardware, Escape Reality, Travel Agency, and Vaulted Security. They've done great work with our website. More on that coming soon. And as and Gulf Coast Bank as well. You know, I'm losing track of them. Anyways, That's Cajuns, right. final score, 31, Cyclones, 14. We're 1-0 on the year. We're about to be in the top 25. More re- scoring recap and game breakdown coming to you probably early next week, and we will also be sitting down with the State of Atlanta, the Georgia State podcast. We will talk to them and so much more next week before next Saturday's 11 o'clock kickoff. Cajun Nation, we love you, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Go Cajuns. Tell them, Moe.